Welcome to the Written Spoken Podcast. This podcast is a curated audio version of the blogs Word Breed and Fitly Spoken. It will also provide other content with the hope that something you hear will encourage you, refresh you, or challenge you to focus on the word, the one who spoke this world into existence and became flesh to redeem us. I am your host, Esther Wright. Thank you for joining me for episode 7 of the Written Spoken Podcast. In previous episodes, we reflected on topics such as the love of God and the storyteller's fear and fate. In today's episode, our focus is on conditions necessary for growth. Growth conditions. Earlier this summer, mushrooms seemed to have sprouted everywhere. In a multitude of places in my yard, and in grassy areas near walking paths. Several of these mushrooms I had never seen before. Why so many mushrooms? Well, according to a gardening website, mushrooms, also known as toadstools, thrive in moist conditions. And with several consecutive days of heavy rainfall, not enough sunshine to dry the earth, and high humidity. The conditions in my area were ideal for the growth of mushrooms. Ideal growth conditions. Just as mushrooms have ideal growth conditions, there are ideal growth conditions for plants. According to the gardeningknowhow.com website, plants need several things to grow And I would add, not just grow, but thrive. The ingredients necessary for growth and thriving are water and nutrients, air and soil, light and temperature, and space and time. What is true for plants is also true for humans. We need these growth and thriving inducing elements. Our focus in today's episode is not on physical growth, but personal growth areas. Let's start with water and nutrients. What water and nutrients do we and the people we love need to grow and thrive? Before going any further, I will note that we should be counted among the people we love. Let us sit with this for a moment. When we count the people we love, do we include ourselves in the number? If you need more than a moment to reflect on this question, take whatever time you need. The episode will be here when you return. Back to the question. What water and nutrients do humans the people we love need to grow and thrive. 
Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21 identifies one form of water and nutrients, that is, words. The verse notes that life and death are in the power of the tongue. This truth is translated in the message version of the Bible as, Words kill. Words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. The words we speak to ourselves and other people will either harm or produce life. There is no in-between. Other nutrients include grace, compassion, mercy, and encouragement. What about air and soil? What do air and soil look like in our relationships, including the relationship we have with ourselves? Air and soil look like being able to breathe in our interactions and having a firm foundation on which to stand. Are we able to breathe well in our relationships? Or are we going through life holding our own breaths or breathing so shallowly that we are like a violent string so tightly wound it could snap at any moment? Are the people we love able to breathe well when with us? Or do they feel suffocated or feel as if they have to hold their breaths and walk on eggshells around us because our egos are so fragile and our moods ebb and flow so frequently? And what constitutes a firm foundation or the type of soil necessary for growth in relationships? Trust is the foundation, the soil in which relationships grow and thrive. Researcher, author, and speaker, Dr. Brene Brown, uses the acronym BRAVING to describe the core components of trust. These components or elements are boundaries, reliability, accountability, vault, integrity, non-judgment, and generosity. Boundaries. In a relationship characterized by trust, Boundaries are respected, clarity is sought about what is okay or not okay, and there is a willingness to say no. Reliability. In a relationship characterized by trust, our word is our bond. Knowing our competencies and limitations keep us from over-promising. Accountability. We own our mistakes, we apologize, and we make amends in relationships that are characterized by trust. Vault. In relationships characterized by trust, we do not share information or experiences that are not ours to share. We do not share information that should be confidential. Integrity. We choose courage over comfort. 
We choose what is right over what is fun, fast, or easy. And we choose to practice our values rather than simply professing them. Non-judgment. Each person in the relationship is able to ask for what they need and talk about their emotions without judgment. Generosity. In a relationship characterized by trust, we extend the most generous interpretation possible to the intentions, words, and actions of others. We will take a short break before reflecting on the remaining growth conditions, light and temperature, and space and time. Before the short break, we focused on the growth conditions, water and nutrients, and air and soil, and briefly reviewed Dr. Brene Brown's BRAVING acronym, which describes the core components of trust, the soil in which relationships grow and thrive. These are boundaries, reliability, accountability, vault, integrity, non-judgment, and generosity. Now we turn our attention to the growth conditions, light and temperature, and space and time. Light and temperature. What can the growth conditions, light and temperature look like in relationships? Light. The voice translation of Luke chapter 11 verses 33 through 36 tells us, you need a light to see. Listen, your eye, your outlook, the way you see is your lamp. If your way of seeing is functioning well, then your whole life will be enlightened. But if your way of seeing is darkened, then your whole life will be a dark, dark place. So be careful, people, because your light may be malfunctioning. If your outlook is good, then your whole life will be bright, with no shadowy corners, as when a radiant lamp brightens your home. We need to have the right outlook about ourselves and others. And learning to see ourselves and others as God sees us is the only basis for a right outlook. The concept Imago Dei, a Latin term which translates as image of God in English, is a starting point. According to the website Christianity.com, the moral implications of the doctrine of Imago Dei are apparent in the fact that if humans are to love God, then humans must love other humans, as each is an expression of God. To truly and consistently see Imago Dei in ourselves and others will influence how we relate to ourselves, 
and others. Temperature. What is the ideal temperature in relationships? And what is the thermostat that sets the temperature? Ephesians chapter 4 verse 32 is among the many verses in the Bible that identifies the behaviors that constitute or create the ideal temperature in relationships. The Amplified Translation of this verse states, Be kind and helpful to one another, tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, forgiving one another readily and freely, just as God in Christ also forgave you. Another verse is Galatians chapter 5, verse 13 through 15. Here is the Passion Translation. Beloved ones, God has called us to live a life of freedom. But don't view this wonderful freedom as an excuse to set up a base of operations in the natural realm. Constantly love each other and be committed to serve one another. For all the law can be summarized in one grand statement. Demonstrate love to your neighbor, even as you care for and love yourself. But if you continue to criticize and come against each other over minor issues, you're acting like wild beasts trying to destroy one another. We are to let the written word of God rightly interpreted be the thermostat that controls the temperature of our relationships. Space and time. Instructions on a packet of seeds usually include directions about spacing out seedlings to prevent overcrowding and promote growth, as well as the best time to plant the seeds. For example, if you're planting during the springtime, the best time to plant would be after the chance of frost has passed. Growth does not occur overnight. We need to allow our loved ones the space and time to grow. Patience with accountability is required. As we move into the final moments of today's episode, I encourage and invite us to reflect prayerfully on the conditions in which our relationships with God, our most important relationship, and our relationships with ourselves and others, and ask God to show us where changes are needed. There is space for growth even in the strongest of relationships. Remember, things that are not growing are either dying or dead. Thank you for listening to the Written Spoken Podcast. If this podcast was helpful in any way, I hope you will be generous and share it with a friend or your tribe. Subscribe, rate, and comment on any platform 
where you listen to your podcasts. As we engage in the ordinary and extraordinary moments of life, may we speak the truth in love. May our words be seasoned with grace. Thank you.